0: Thank you. Hello and welcome back to A Better World. This is your host, Mitchell J. Rabin, and I'm very glad you're joining us again today. Today we're going to be continuing on in one of those areas that are so dear to us here at A Better World, and I would say, dare say, everywhere across the planet, and that's our health, wellness, and well-being. And thankfully, there is the upsurge of a new movement in the United States, and I know it's catching on in Europe and other places of the world, and that is re-viewing and re-engaging the power of CBD oil and overall the cannabis plant and the hemp plant for any number of different uses from industrial, of course, too medicinal. It's really exciting to watch what's going on. This is a plant, part of Mother Nature, that was suppressed for decades uh, for you know, individual, um, let's say, monetary reasons for the few. And it has busted open and no one can keep it down. It's very exciting. And the upsurge is, well, it's reaching everywhere. And So to help explore some of that far-reaching occurrence that's happening now and to get into some of the depth of what is CBD oil and what are the effects it's having on the ground with people, including on our guests. Uh, We'll be speaking with a couple of people who have been inspired to get entrepreneurial about it, who have had experiences personally directly with CBD oil and as a result felt that they really were inspired to share it with the world. So a little bit on a couple of our guests. Judith Schroeder was born in Indonesia and grew up in the Netherlands where she received a degree in nursing and she has since uh, moved to the United States and eventually in 2010 established Dutch Farms Organics. Since then she has uh, joined through this company, the National Cannabis Industry Association, and in 2015 became a business member of California Growers Association, and she's now serving on the board of that same association. In 2015 until 2018, Dutch Farm Organics became a business member of Inland Growers Association, and there she served on the board as well. Our other guest today, well, we actually have two other guests, a mother and a son. Wendy Brunkhart is the founder of Cornerstone Botanicals in Colorado, and their well-rounded line of CBD products has been reaching people actually across the country, helping people, improving their lives, benefiting them, and her son, I believe, may be joining us as well, Tyler, and he'll give us from his point of view what his experience of it, and the marketplace is as well. So it's truly a pleasure to have both of you on with me today, Judith and Wendy.
1: Nice to
2: be with
0: you, Mitchell, and Wendy as well. I'm so glad.
2: Yeah, we are blessed to be a part of this. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. (laughs) Judith, if we could start with you, what is it that drew you to uh, this whole space. I know you've been involved with botanicals and one sort, of herbs, and you've been really a, a wonderful child of nature and tapping her beautiful resources to help and heal people. Um, what is it in particular about the CBD oil uh, and it, your experience of it that brought you in this direction?
1: It was actually listening really well to my patients. Uh, I worked with a physician. Uh, We did a lot of home visits to people who were not able to uh, seek medical help due to being too ill or traffic problems. Uh, Transportation, I meant, problems. And Mm -hmm. they were telling me over and over and over how much cannabis was helping them. And how all the other medications didn't do anything for them or made things worse. Particularly uh, Mm -hmm. veterans who had a lot of PTSD symptoms, they found that the um, medicine often uh, made things worse for them as well as pain medication. And so I started um, dabbling, I guess you could say, in uh, how to make um, cannabis products. Uh, Also, because I work a lot with uh, small children, with elderly in hospice care, and animals, I wanted to create something that uh, gave them the medicine, but did not give them the side effects of the uh, psychoactive part of it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, of course,
1: so, yeah.
0: cannabis, it's mm-hmm. important to make distinctions for our audience. that uh, can, In fact, maybe you can do this. Uh, understanding that the plant, because it's a bit confusing for people, had, has different components and different compounds that address different aspects of our lives. Some of it medicinal, some of it good for making textiles, paper, and rope. So, could you just give us a little bit of an intro to helping our audience understand the distinctions between CBD oil and cannabis and hemp?
1: Yes. So in the beginning, and this is uh, quite a few years ago, about 12 years ago, uh, when folks started talking to me about how much cannabis helped them, Uh, I started raising the plants myself because I wanted to make sure that they were raised organically without chemicals and pesticides uh, if I was going to try to create uh, medicine out of it. The uh, material that is from hemp, stocks, and stems is often used for clothing, backpacks, all kinds of things. As a matter of fact, hemp uh, years ago was mandatory to be grown in uh, the United States, um, and so I. Back in the 1920s the, the and 30s, you mean? Y- yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, everybody had I to know. grow hemp.
0: It and, was the bumper um, crop. Yeah.
1: Yep. yeah, Staple. It, it surely Staple. was. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so at the time that I started uh, uh, creating the products that I have now uh, was nobody talked about CBD. It was just either hemp sativa or hemp indica, uh, and uh, the CBD just wasn't talked about at all. Um, and I only used two ingredients. I used the whole plant because I personally believe that the full spectrum of the plant has something to offer, and then I Mm -hmm. used kosher-grade glycerin. Uh, If I would have put the same plant in alcohol, for instance, you would be very stoned. Uh, And I used kosher-grade glycerin because I know that sometimes people with diabetes or people with weight issues also have a problem with uh, With products that might have too much alcohol because a lot of my patients are actually um, addicts. Yes, which is all sugar. So that is really how I started with it and started just Mm -hmm. giving it away to patients the first two years. And uh, once I finally couldn't pay my own phone bill anymore, I thought I need to sell this. (laughs) And that is how I ended up two years later in the cannabis stores. That's
0: great. That's a wonderful story. So in your case, it was the experiences you observed in your patients, and in Wendy, in your case, it was an experience you had yourself in your own body. Is that correct?
2: Yes, that's correct.
0: Why don't you elaborate, share with our audience what it is that happened, where you came from, and where you are now. That would be great.
2: Okay, absolutely. Um, so approximately four years ago, I started to experience um, hormonal imbalance, some mood disorders, and approximately 10 to 15 migraine headaches a month, along with just some different muscular aches and joint aches. And that was unlike me because I'm a ex-college athlete, take really good care of myself, and um, really care about, you know, what I put into my body. And so I didn't know what was going on with me. I was seeing a naturopath at the time. And uh, there was no supplement that she could give me that would help me. So she encouraged me to go see medical and get my blood test and hormone test done. So I did. And the doctor said, you know, you look great. You look very healthy. Everything looks, um, your numbers look good. And um, at that point, I'm like, well, that's, Great, I'm glad to hear that. But you know, something's seriously wrong with me, and um, so I'm glad I look good like, on
0: paper. But you wouldn't want to be inside my body. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. That's right. Exactly. So I was Isn't like, Isn't that well, what funny? There do? can be
0: such a disparity, right? So yeah, interesting. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, and so um, she suggested that I get put on an antidepressant, and I said, you know, I understand where that comes from with some of my moods that i was having but i'm like that's not me and i don't think that's going to help me um at the root of what's going on um but i ended up getting on an antidepressant for six months and it basically hanged me it made everything 10 times worse i actually became depressed every day from being on the antidepressant it was it did the opposite of what i guess it was supposed to do and um, I had a lot of. Do you know that of one aspects. of the? Not to
0: interrupt you, I want to hear everything. But uh, you yeah. two will both be amused if you don't know it already. That one of the side effects of antidepressants is depression. <laughs> it,
2: well, yes, and I I I had heard that before, and I feared that. But Believe I it or not. Yeah. And that, you know, when you're in a desperate situation and you care about your health, and I love my life. I have an awesome, joyous life and a wonderful family. And so I just was not feeling good and I needed help. Um, So after that month, I just, you know, was praying and asking God. I'm like, I need something to help me at the root of what's going on. This is not it. I cannot live my life like this. And a friend Mm -hmm. at the gym that I was out at suggested CBD oil. And this was like three years ago. And so nobody was really talking about CBD oil. In fact, when she told me, she kind of told me quietly, like it was something to not talk about. So it made me think, well, what is she telling me to get on? So I started to do my research and um, I looked it up online and I started to learn about the endocannabinoid system and how, you know, Mm -hmm. God has already put this within us and what a phenomenal thing that our body already produces these endocannabinoids and adding that phytocannabinoid from a CBD oil back into our body is going to help that system be optimized and help our health. So at that point, mm-hmm. my mind was intrigued. And so I thought, well, I better go check out this stuff. And at that time, the only place to buy it was um, a local dispensary here in um, Fort Collins where I live. And I was hesitant to co- to go there. Um, but I did. I bought me um, some CBD oil. And within a few months, I noticed some slight differences, not an amazing miracle or anything. Um, mm-hmm. but then, by the time you know, four months comes around and six months, I just became stabilized. I just felt overall so much better balance within my body. And mm-hmm. I just thought, gosh, this helped me truly at the root of what was going on. And it just helped that system within me. That helps with homeostasis within our body. It did its – the CBD oil did its (laughs) – so at that point, I was very grateful, and um, I told my husband, I'm like, I am going to start a company, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to help others. And I've always had a really passion within me to help others, and so uh, he 100% supported, supported me, and he is working hard alongside me along with my three teenage boys who are just um, in this family business with us also.
0: Mm, That is a really good story. So it's interesting that in your case, uh, unlike in some other cases, and everyone, of course, is bio-individual, I tell people all the time. In fact, I really say we're psycho-bio-individual because, Our minds affect our bodies, our biology, and that affects the way our immune system works and every other system of the body, including hormones, of course. Um, And so it took years was a kind of a slow and steady, more kind of a tortoise-like change. But it was so effective you noticed after those months that you decided that it was really worth your time to Open Absolutely. up a store, you know. Open up your gates and uh, really dedicate your life to it, and uh, that's quite, quite something. Yeah. And
2: Absolutely. in the case
0: Judith, I'm sorry.
2: Oh, I yes, I was just agreeing with you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And you know Judith, uh, here it was. It seemed like you were generally quite healthy, and that was not the matter with you. It was watching your patients suffer probably under the influence of opioids in many cases. Is that so? And how long did it take you to see the results with your patients once they began using your CBD oil before you went broke, Uh, I should say? Yes,
1: (laughs) yes, and you're absolutely right. I'm extremely fortunate uh, to be about 70 years old and have maybe had a few colds in my life, and that's it. Uh, So uh, with the patients, for some, it was rather immediate, which kind of amazed me to be honest. And with others, it was also a slow progression because sometimes when you're and and the cannabinoid system is so lacking and so stripped, it takes a little while to find that homeostasis. Uh, yes. and also the amounts were different. Some people are fine with a few drops, and other people needed a little bit more. Uh, the, the, the most fascinating um, feedback from parents for instance were uh, how is this working for your child
2: yeah. well
1: I had no idea my child actually had a personality because they were able to take them off <laughs> some of their medications and uh-huh. uh, a combination of both milder medication alongside the um, in this particular case uh, say harlequin drops they said, we had no idea our child had personality. They're doing their own homework now. Uh, I hear all kinds of stories over and over that just bring me to tears because it's just amazing to me, uh, the stories that I hear, uh, the impact that it's given over this last decade.
0: Yes. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Can you give a a specific story of uh, a patient? In fact, I I'd first be interested in hearing about uh, one of the one of the teenagers say that you have seen or known who went from uh, not performing with homework or being, you know, self expressive as a as an adolescent, uh, and watching uh, kind of a, a flowering, no pun intended, um, once they started taking the CBD oil. Is yes, there a particular and, and one I or two that you could share with us
1: that. uh yeah there's there are two young in this particular case young ladies who were yes. always sort of in a dazed confused state and what ages were not very uh one was uh, twelve at the time uh, she's now about seventeen or eighteen, and mm-hmm. the other one uh fourteen. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, as I met them through the years, uh, I also noticed that their friends were coming along and they developed more friendships. Uh, The other friends really could understand them better and said, now they're really fun to be with because they always translated their non-reaction to being stuck up or arrogant or uh, mm-hmm. just non-interested and, uh, and the parents as well. So the few young ladies I met were fantastic. I also met a young man. His situation was kind of But different. before we go
0: on, I want to hear it, but yeah. I want to just ask, do you think that it – how do you attribute their use of the CBD oil to those mm-hmm. changes? Could those changes have occurred – merely as a function of growing a little older or uh, any number of other influences. Why do you trace that to the CBD oil?
1: Well, uh, one of the fathers is a physician, and he said he tried for years with all kinds of medications and other types of treatments to help his daughter, and he was desperate, and he was actually the one that... uh, contacted me and said I'm so desperate i'm I need to try anything and uh, for my daughter, so he mm-hmm. was really the one that uh, has the knowledge as to what would work or what wouldn't work,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: contributed it to the um drops uh, because he gradually started with one drop to two drops. Morning, evening, until he had his daughter stabilized. So it was really her physician father who I told see. me that this is it. I don't make those determinations, uh, but it's other people, folks, yes. that tell me this is what the only thing we've done different. We actually even went off of it for a while to see if that's all they needed. Just coming back they started taking the uh, drops again and sometimes they would try four or five different ones before they found the one that worked for them because it is a, a bit of a uh, self-critrate and experiment i hate to say at this point
0: yes sure Sure, sure okay, so there was you could say in house or even a form of inpatient medical observation in that situation <laughs> so yes. I understand that's 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 very good it's a great story, yeah, please tell the story you wanted to tell now about a young man
1: yes, there was a young man and uh, his mother contacted me he had um was eighteen had drank too much, and she found him, uh almost dying in his vomit. So he has severe brain damage and hypersensitive sense anything to so I started giving him the raw plant and then mom was smoking uh, juices with all kinds of vegetables and she had to give that to him to the feeding tube. She made one <laughs> error once and this would be good for other people to know and changed my recipe and added orange juice. He was an extraordinary thing because the orange juice made it to where the THC became activated because the acid in the orange juice. So do not use orange oh. juice. Um, Interesting. Then it. Uh, she continued again with the, the raw plant and we added drops to it. And I visited them once and instead of him cramped up in his uh, wheelchair with his fist clenched and his jaws clenched he literally sat there swinging his arms up and down for almost five hours it just brought tears to our our eyes he Mm -hmm. did that because he could and so uh i've been taking care of him now for he's 24 so for about six years and he's doing extremely well
0: and what about the brain damage any change in that regard
1: He's going through some um, treatments, uh, stem cell treatments from his own. And Mm -hmm. there seems to be some improvements, some activity, and that really only started last year. So we have high hopes for that as well. Yes.
0: Wonderful,
2: wonderful. I can
1: tell you, thank you for sharing those
0: stories. No, no, wonderful to hear. (laughs) Wonderful to hear. Wendy, I'm so glad you brought up the subject of the endocannabinoid system. Uh and I like to let people know it's sort of like another nervous system. It's like another circulatory system. It's literally an uh a physiologically embedded system that, you know, nature has given us. And it it the cannabis and all the aspects of the hemp plants uh speak to it. And uh, it's its own language. Uh, It's so interesting. Do you want to chat a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. I, you know, I think it's um, a very important thing to talk about. Uh, So Dr. Mujuyam out of the Hebrew University in Israel, uh, he Mm -hmm. was the one that first did this system in the 90s. And our cannabinoid system, it's basically an essential regulator of all of our body functions. And it interacts with all of our other major organ systems, so that is how it can help with so many different, you know, things that we are all dealing with. Um, You basically think of it as um, it's going to balance everything within our body. So to me, it's a pretty phenomenal system, and it's uh, too bad that we didn't know about it sooner. But we know about it now, and so there's going to be a lot of great research and education going on uh, to continue to further um, learning about this, you know, vital. Um, system within our body that, you know, we, we already have. So, yeah, I think it's just amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I wholly agree. And I think it should be noted that there isn't a Tylenol system in the body.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right?
0: There is right. no system that is directly related to the uh, proper absorption of any Pharmaceutical medication. And the closest we get to that are the products from big pharma that are most closely related to our pharmacology, our natural pharmacology, i.e., mm-hmm. herbs, foods, plants, tinctures, right? It's kind of interesting. Right. So it really tells a story right there about what's natural. Is good for the body, and what isn't, yeah. ain't. And uh, the body doesn't yeah. have a system for it, you know. Right. God forbid it should be microwaved. Let's not go into that matter. But uh, yeah, Wendy, is your is your son Tyler with us or not? Yeah, I am here. Tyler, good to hear your voice. Welcome to a better world.
3: Yeah, thank you.
0: You're welcome. So. Tell us, how old are you, if you don't mind my asking?
3: I'm 18 years
0: old. Okay, and uh, what's your interest in in uh, CBD oil and what your mother's brought to the to the dinner table here, besides dinner? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So I'll kind of go back. Um, it was a couple years ago. Um, And kind of similar thing, um, as my mom, you know, just uh, really struggled with some depression and anxiety, especially in school. Um, I had a tough time with uh, some bullying situations, um, Mm -hmm. test-taking, that I I just, it was, school's been hard for me, um, to say the Mm -hmm. least. Um, Mm -hmm. From there, I've I've mentioned to my parents, like, I want to get on medication, I want to fix this, I'm Sick and tired of having to deal with this depression and anxiety, um, along with school, and it it just made things so much tougher. Um, and my parents uh, were like, "What? Let's just let's wait, let's see." Um, and at the time, my mom was taking the CBD oil, and she's like, "Well, let's try and get you on the CBD oil as well." Um, and it, I started taking it, and I, I think the the first couple months, again, it it was definitely a little tougher didn't quite notice the differences. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think part of that, uh, I just couldn't, uh, I, I started, I couldn't find the correct dose of, uh, what was going to work best for me, I guess you could say, um, Mm -hmm. around, I want to say month three, the things started to really flip around, um, my mood and my anxiety along with the school, um, dramatically changed. Um, and it really opened my eyes. It, it showed me there's no reason for me to take uh, antidepressant or or something along those lines where it could actually have such severe side effects along with that. Um, so from that point on, I mean, it, it's helped me immensely, and, and I'm so thankful for it. And so when my mom decided she wants to start this business, it really opened my eyes and I was like wow I I want to do something along with this too I love helping people I get my kind heart from my mom <laughs> and mm-hmm. it, it wanted it, it's something that I wanted to do and um, I, I've actually I was working at a pet store for quite a few years before um, this and so when we uh, started our business I was like let me take the reins and and start our pet product line um, so that's Uh, basically my part and role in the business. And so I've actually uh, worked very hard to um, contact people, get things figured out, um, design and manufacture our uh, several variety of products for our pets. Um, And Mm -hmm. that's kind of my role story with the whole CBD business.
0: Wow. That's a really good story. I would love to have teenagers all over the country and world, by the way, hear this story. Uh, (laughs) You know really. I mean it's really that good to hear a young guy who's struggling with school and bullying and test taking and all that stuff. You know, everybody did that even in our generations, Tyler. Uh, we we struggled. But you know, I don't know. Um in my generation it wasn't really an option to turn to medication. Our option was to double down and get, you know, kind of muscle through that test and muscle through the issues around bullying and it was just a different time. And, but I yeah. see that as you know, now this is just my opinion, um, the medicalization of our society, which I think is, ironically, of course, one of the sickest things that has ever happened to American culture. You know, they've made uh-huh. every like there's a, a pill for every occasion, you know, step right up, take <laughs> this pill. Um, you know, and I, I think it's very profoundly sick and, uh, I actually see it as an inherent pathology to our culture that has been foisted upon us in many ways by the pharmaceutical industry and in conjunction with the medical industry. But so much for my wayward point of view. Um, no, I actually don't think that that is the case at all. But when you are dealing right. with more nature-based substances that I think everyone in this roundtable would agree, that's different because the, the, first of all, the first motive of business is actually helping people here. And God bless, one should make money from one's good work and service. And that's a different paradigm. That's what we call the social entrepreneur's paradigm, where people and planet are put before profit. And there's nothing wrong with profit. Quite the contrary. Profit is a wonderful thing, but not if you're going to jeopardize people's lives or get them addicted, right?
2: I agree. Right.
0: Yeah. So your story, Tyler, could really help so many people who in this day and age might be thinking in their minds, well, there's got to be a pill out there that's going to you know, put an end to all of this suffering I'm dealing with emotionally and psychologically and all of that when it's really not the case, it's really not the case, but engaging in some natural substances as, as an accelerator of a movement that's already taking place, which is the natural development that all teenagers and hopefully it doesn't end then, go through is a very wonderful thing, that we have nature to aid us in our process and in our progress. so uh, I want to let everybody know that you are listening to A Better World, and my uh, website is www.abetterworld.tv. We have a free newsletter in which we announce uh, the guests we have on our shows, or if I'm doing a show alone, as well as our community TV show every week on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which can be watched on TV in Manhattan, or you can watch on our website from anywhere in the world. So tune in to a TV and sign up for our newsletter. It's a lot of fun and uh, lots of interesting offerings on that newsletter, and uh, you'd be learning about our guests and getting their uh, websites there as well. So, on that note I wanna just so glad to have all of you on today talking about about this really inspiring subject. And uh it's fun to watch the world turn around again, isn't it?
1: Oh absolutely. Uh, absolutely.
0: It gives you hope that there's something called people power. And if we speak up long enough, <laughs> eventually we will be heard.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's
0: what's happening. Do do either of you?
1: I'm sorry. I said it was really great being with you and Wendy and hearing Tyler's story as well.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we have a. Oh, you're so welcome. We still have a few more minutes. And by the way, I also meant to, and I will do so without further ado. Thank the lovely woman who introduced us, Lisa Rankin, of As Seen on TV, and in this case, As Seen on and Heard on radio. <laughs> so, Lisa, thank you for introducing uh, a better world and I to these lovely people on today's show to help educate us. Um, yeah, I would like to ask you, me. though, before we, uh, we, we part about a really interesting phenomenon that is another irony among many, which is that uh, that of opioids, and we have what is considered a national crisis and national emergency of people of all ages getting addicted to what are legal opioids. It used to be just you know heroin and morphine and you know cocaine derivatives, et cetera. Um, that were all illegal, even though back in the 20s, actually, heroin was legal because it's just another form of morphine, basically, and it was used for medicinal purposes and then other, uh, uh, not that I would say I would recommend it, that's not my point, but we see again how various um, interests step in and um, after all, Coca-Cola was named Coca-Cola because of the degree of uh, the use of coca leaves in their product originally, Mm -hmm. in their original secret sauce, so to speak. So we've seen the world change, and now we see the world changing again. But of course we know that Big Pharma has played a huge role in the creating um, an addiction crisis in our country. And there are more and more lawyers God bless them, that are stepping up and doing the research and doing the diligence and blowing the whistle on these companies that have been promoting, recklessly promoting their their, uh, their products and addicting our country. Well, CBD oil and even medical marijuana are playing a really important role in opioid treatment. Isn't that ironic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. so do you either of you or all of you have any um comments about that or any experiences with the use of your particular products in helping people deal
1: with it? Yes, anyone I actually can have jump in. Yeah, the please. that's working with me. And uh it takes about six to eight weeks. Uh we've been able to help patients off of uh opiates, alcohol, cigarettes and also incorporate healthy foods, meditation, and all the other aspects. But it's so far been extremely successful with uh, folks who have been horribly addicted uh, to opiates. So it's been fantastic to see that uh, change.
0: Oh, that is so heartening. That is so heartening. I mean, isn't it ironic, right? It used to be that marijuana was the gateway to... The opioids, and <laughs> now what we yeah, see is yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, just like so. the opposite, like marijuana is, and CBD oil is helping to cure yeah. exactly opioid addiction that have been foisted upon yeah. us in many ways. Uh, Wendy and Tyler, are you encountering any of this in your own work with your own uh, product line?
2: Um, we have had several customers that um, are using it uh, for that benefit, and they they have seen a lot of positive effects and and they continue to um, buy our our CBD oil tinctures.
0: Yes, and they're using it. You, what you've learned is they're using it in particular for for opioid treatment.
2: Uh, yes, yeah, there have been a handful of customers that are using it in that regard, and they they've had a yep. lot of great benefits. Yeah.
0: Mhm, mhm. Is there a particular story about that, or or the use of any of your CBD products um, that
2: is oh, just you so know, heartwarming
0: to to talk about yeah, and think about?
2: It is, and you know, I just it brings us so much joy, and um, we just appreciate and care for all of our customers, and we're in this because we do have this deep compassion within us, and we do want to see others healed by this natural, healthy plant. And so um, I have so many different testimonies. It's, it's hard to – I could share probably hours upon hours, but a few stick out to me. Um, we have a pretty high potent um, 1,500 milligram uh, CBD lotion. And I Mm -hmm. have a customer that's just using it on her arthritic hands, and it's taken her swelling down so much that she's finally able to get her wedding ring off that she hasn't been able to get off in five years. Um, So that's pretty awesome just for a topical to do that. Since we have the CB receptors found in our skin, that's just another one of those benefits that, you know, that's going to benefit you so much more than some of the other uh, topical products you might see at, you know, drugstores. Sure. Sure. yeah
3: i i can share uh, another testimony that sticks out um quite a bit in my mind um on the slide actually too if you'd want to hear that mhm yeah so um when I worked at my pet store um my manager uh she actually her dog ended up um having hip dysplasia and arthritis um very severely um all throughout uh the dog's body um and unfortunately, he would just struggle with walking um, just everyday life. Um, and he, the, the doctors obviously or the vets would obviously prescribe them on uh, some pretty uh, high anti-inflammatories and, and uh, pain medicines and stuff like that. Um, I introduced her to uh, our, our business and showed her um, a little bit about what we're doing and uh, talked to her like maybe you should try some of the CBD oil. Um, she ended up trying it, and um, he's seen significant results from it. Um, he's been able to act like a normal dog and go on walks and everything, and he's uh, able to actually uh, take little to no amounts of the medicines that are prescribed to him, actually, um, which is phenomenal mm-hmm. for him because that saves him and his, his uh, intestines from those chemicals that the vets
0: uh, prescribe to the different animals. Yes. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So something as serious as hip dysplasia can uh, Mm be turned around. No, it's beautiful. We all know, I mean, Colorado has been the head of the pack, of course, for the country, as you all know. And uh, even uh, Dr. Gupta who had no education as a medical doctor about CBD or medical marijuana or anything did that? What ends up to be a wonderful uh, documentary, I think it was for CNN, on yes. especially focus on the use of uh, CBD oil and, and uh, cannabis for seizures of child's, you know, grand epilepsy, grandma seizures. And what a turnaround he had. Well, I would love to see that for the entire medical world, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It
0: would be amazing. Tyler, did you have another uh, story up your sleeve?
3: Uh, Not in particular, no. That was uh, the main one that was on my mind. Um, Okay. But we hear so many great things from so many customers about how their pets have never acted that way before and they're actually able to run around the yard and they don't sit around and lounge in their bed all day because they can't even move because of their hips and joints or yes. uh, any of those yes. cases.
2: And I, and I, I think a, a few that we've had um, share with us great testimonies is they're able to get off their sleep medication at night which has been yes. just tremendous for And so they're just taking uh, the CBD oil tincture sublingually in the evening time, and they're able to eventually wean off of that sleep medication, um, which causes a lot of bad side effects. And so that's been a huge testimony for us. Um, But, you know, you're talking anywhere from arthritis, sleep, mood disorders. Um, We hear it all the time and often, and it just blesses us greatly, and it just gives us even that much more Uh, desire and passion to continue to do all the right things and bring that education to others. So um, we sure enjoy it. Yeah.
0: I'm so glad. I'm so glad to hear it. Well, it has been a real pleasure for me to have all of you on and sharing your stories and your experience uh, with our audience. Uh, Mm -hmm. Judith, if you would please give your website and then uh, Wendy, you as well. That would be great.
1: Okay, it's Dutch Farms with an S, DutchFarmsOrganics dot com. Okay. And thank you again. It was lovely with everyone.
0: You're so welcome. I so appreciate your input. So helpful to so many people. And Wendy, would you please share yours?
2: Ah, uh, yeah, you bet. It is cornerstonebotanicals.com, dot com, and that is spelled C O R N E R dot com So CornerstoneBotanicals.com. And, um, yeah, we are so appreciative of this opportunity. And, uh, Mitchell, thank you so much for this. Lisa, thanks for suggesting this to us. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And, Judith, I really appreciate your knowledge and expertise. You are phenomenal. And, um, yeah, I, I had the joy of meeting you in New York. So uh, it was nice to be on here with you. That was great, yes, yeah I'm thank so you glad so much.
0: and and Tyler, a pleasure to meet you. I'm sorry I didn't meet you all, or, as we say in New York, y'all uh when you were here in New York, I was actually out in Colorado in the Rocky Mountains, <laughs> so um, it was a funny <laughs> juxtaposition that week, but I'm so glad to meet you here on a better world radio, so thank you all again for being on as my guests on this roundtable, and I look forward to speaking with you all another time. Thank you you very much. Bye-bye now. Bye. Well, I hope you were as enriched by that as I was. This is uh, just a a wonderful opportunity, and we are at uh, a change point in U.S. society um, in our American culture, where we people are becoming disengaged from business as usual, which is uh, you know it 's not going to sound very nice, but the authori- authoritarian position of the m d which has been trumped up way too high when, ironically, it's mainly the nurses that do the healing and have the deeper relationship with the patients anyway. And we were lucky enough to have Judith on and demonstrating that today. And uh, don't get me wrong, uh, there are many wonderful physicians out there, and most of those wonderful physicians have become holistic. They appreciate the natural approach. They appreciate uh, CBD oil and the movements that take place regarding um, natural supplementation and eating healthy foods and uh, the role of diet and exercise and stress management and having a spiritual backbone <clears throat> and a sense of purpose and mission in life, wow, there are those physicians and uh, we here in A Better World are grateful for them. It's the others that, you know, everyone in school gets either A's, B's, C's, D's, and F's. And that actually happens in medical school, too. So, we want to just be aware that there are some people in life who are committed to excelling and doing good and being in service, and there are others who are, you know, despite their titles and despite their, uh, their uh, training, are a little bit more lax about this. And, Everybody gets to play it their own way. But it's America awakening that really needs to happen so people think on their own, on their own two feet and independently and autonomously and reflect on the information coming to them and make their own determinations. My God, when I was in my my mid-twenties, I wrote a paper funny as it may sound to some of you, called The Power of Now. Most of of you know that name by the book written many years later, I'll have you know, by Eckhart Tolle. It's a beautiful book about being in the present. And uh, back then, I wrote this when I was the uh, ripe old age of 25, and it wasn't on the same subject. It was actually on, and I don't even know why I got inspired to do this, but it was on the authority we as a people attribute to the medical profession and I don't know it just hit me in the gut as it was just somehow off base it wasn't uh, kosher as we say in Chinese it wasn't right on, doctors deserve respect for all of the years of study and work and internship and residency that they have done God knows they're only people, and they have to respect the patient. And I guess I noticed that that was sort of lacking as I was growing up, and I wanted to help to turn it around. Well, with the advent of um, uh, the presence, and the increasing presence of CBD oil, medical marijuana, uh, we're seeing a change happen on the ground, grassroots, And uh, there's nothing better than that. People helping people. People like our guests today getting inspired uh, entrepreneurially to dig in and start making certain kind of education available, certain kind of experiences available through their healthy product lines. And it's beautiful for me to share with you all and for all of us to see the uh, commitment that so many good people have toward helping to heal the world. So on that note, I thank you all. Lisa Rankin. I want to thank you yet again. Uh, and uh, you all know that we are involved here at A Better World in our own uh, CBD oil work as well. You can find that on the website. There are wonderful products everywhere, such as those of our guests today. Uh, and I would really encourage you to go take a look at the websites you heard about on today's show. Remember that we are a 501c3. We are a nonprofit. We so appreciate your donations. They help us stay on the air and help us thrive and sustain on the air. So please remember us when you can possibly send us some contributions. They are tax-deductible. Just contact me at mjr at abetterworld.net. That's my direct email address mjr at abetterworld.net. And if you are interested in any of our services from uh, personal and executive coaching, business coaching, communication coaching and biofeedback, which is working with the energy fields basically, um, just feel free to contact me at that email address or 212 I also love your feedback, so feel free to call or email and uh, it will be appreciated. So thank you again for listening. This is Mitchell J. Rabin for A Better World, and I look forward to seeing you all next week.